Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Okay, y'all want to talk some college basketball? Yeah, why not? You guys want to talk futures? I'd be down for that. All right, well, let's do it. All right, in the land of the NCAA, I'm while I'm in the football section, which is you know probably something I shouldn't be doing, Start over to college basketball, and I've made one play in college basketball, and it's just I'm a I'm pro Memphis everything. Like that's my yeah. favorite thing. I've already paid or played rather, and this is sad because I don't even see his name still on the list here. Wow, what? Where is Amani Bates? Hmm. Yeah, not there. Amani Bates is way down. Amani Bates is not even on this list anymore. That's sad. I played him for the Wooden Award, and uh, he was a long shot anyway. But I just love Memphis so much. He is now not on the board, but we got Drew Timmy, who is a uh, plus three fifty. We got Benchero plus six fifty. Uh, Jazang plus six fifty. I like uh, that. Jazang, yeah, for plus six fifty. I mean, yeah, it's not the best price out there, but I mean, he's gonna be chuck. I mean, he's gonna get the shot attempts. He's he, no, you he's, said it right the first time. He's gonna be chuck. I mean, he's gonna be chucking. You know, he's on a team with four or five pros. They're gonna be number what three at worst. Even if they lose this game tonight, which a lot of people obviously expect is their seven Hold point. Hold on, Brian. I'm sorry. No, six I'm gonna cut you off really quickly. Nikola Jokic is active. I mean, rather, he's out tonight against. Portland. Oh my goodness! All right. Nikola Jokic is not playing. All right, go ahead, Brian. No, I just plus six fifty. That'd probably be the way that I would go this early in the season. But I'm not really looking to play uh, anything right now. Like looking at these numbers. Well, I moved to six and a half. Right nothing away. I like. Yeah, I'm looking at the rest of these names, too. I mean, I'm not getting enough value on, like, a guy like Timmy. That's too boring. Plus 350, and then, I mean, like, if you want to play his teammate, Chet Holmgren, is it going to go to a freshman? I mean, he's 16-1. to Colin Gillespie comes back for another year at Villanova. I mean, he's pretty much just running the show, so it's not like he's going to put up, like, ridiculous-type numbers. Hunter Dickinson may be worth a shot if you really like that Michigan team. I would not take Kofi. I mean, you saw what Kofi could do tonight. I mean, he was good in the return. He was good again tonight. He's 12-1, to though. But if he can't cover, he is dead to me. Yeah, I like Johnny Juzang plus 650. Also, he's dead to me as well. He's dead to me as well. Why is Kofi dead to you? Just because I'm just a show per- bet person. You know no, what I mean? you are not. I'm going UCLA person. narrative for the Wooden Award. No, mm. I agree. I think Johnny Juzang should win the Wooden Award just based on the fact that he goes to UCLA if he's balling. Like, I think <laughs> I think John Wooden would want it that way, don't you? Like, I personally believe that. I feel like that's the ultimate narrative. That's the ultimate narrative UCLA based. UCLA player winning the uh, Wooden Award. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Okay, so I like Johnny Juzang, too. Uh, I kind of like uh, Banchero. He's a plus second best odds. Yeah, six, second best six fifty plus six fifty right now. Yep. Uh, and then in terms of national championship, I'm all in on Duke. I mean, not Duke. Uh, plus, uh, UCLA plus twelve hundred. They're only four point five. Really? Yeah, I like them. Who Who would you prefer? Like I, 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 I just no. Not, I was going to come in here tonight and make the case for Purdue. I know that we got a bunch of people that do. No, and I Q, like I know Purdue. that we ripped into everybody for that, and they're twelve to one no, right we now, man. But I watched. Eli, that was it. I watched like I took a quick break from football on Sunday to watch that game against Nova, and they went down big. And I really like that's the second blown lead. I know that Nova's had you know that they've blown. Uh, they blew the big lead against UCLA, I guess technically too. But Purdue wins that one eighty seventy four on Sunday, and they're deep. They look really good right now, and they have the depth. And they're just, I mean, they're dominant on the glass. So I, I would take a shot maybe with them. I, I play Gonzaga every year, and I'm just done doing it. Last year, I even played them when the tourney started, minus 150. I was like, do I play them, Baylor, or the field? And I ended up going with them. Probably should have went with Baylor. Um, but, yeah, may, may, maybe Purdue if you're looking at the value. Because, I mean, the Zags choke every single year. I just, I, I'm done with Mark Few, I feel.
Especially Duke. six to one. I'm not doing that, and I'm not doing Michigan either. Michigan's going to be like a storybook story, and then all of a sudden they're going to get to like the Elite Eight, and then they're going to lose. That's what they're going to be. They're only good when they're counted out, not yeah. when they're favorites. Duke at 12 to one in Coach K's last year kind of intrigues me. Yeah. Like, like why the heck not? Like, I know Gonzaga is good, but I mean, one thing that we have to factor into this entire thing is Gonzaga, um, any injuries can happen. That That's just the thing. Duke, final year, Trevor Kills is, is phenomenal, by the way. He's a local product, so you know I got to stand up for that. He's 40 to one, the 42-1 to win the John Wooden. He, they play excellent defense. They're a well-coached team. They have top 10 talent, top five talent all over that court. Like, why not play Duke 12 to 1 before things start getting sticky here down the stretch? Because we pretty we're pretty sure that can we be certain that Duke is gonna be in the final four? Like that that feels like one thing I mean, that's gonna the, be they got the talent. Like so every teams, single year and, they and do. And that's why, like with some of these teams like Villanova, you know, you got Colin Gillespie who you have like the veteran leader, and I love all the Jay Wright teams, kind of usually like with Tony Bennett and them. But I'm looking at some of these teams. I just like a lot of the teams that return. Um <clears throat> Obviously, from from last year, like people that have um, experience, like UCLA, having all five starters back and playing in the Final Four last year is huge. Or even with Kansas, so that's the only thing with Duke is that's they have was, a, they have a bunch of next. young dudes. Even though they're a bunch of pros, you know, when you get to the tourney, not having that experience, you know, some years it matters and difference. some it, some it doesn't. Like some teams are so damn talented, it doesn't matter. Like Anthony Davis at Kentucky or Carmelo Anthony. That's, that's what I've been saying. Run, you you know have what I mean? top in talent, then it, it really doesn't matter. Like I don't care if you're yeah. 17, 18, 19 years old. But it's been a while since we've seen those. We haven't you seen know, those top runs. in talent quite. Like as dominant as Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns, like for sure. But we also have seen a very weak uh, NCAA basketball in general. Like so, so it's kind of the I think the line, the line that determines who's a pro ready basketball player, who's a top end basketball player uh, against anybody else, is really shaky because also. Anthony Davis, I mean, at this at this point in time, we're looking at the Wooden Award. It wouldn't even be close if Anthony Davis was playing right now when right. he was in college. But now if we're really having a question like, oh, I could see Timmy getting it, but also Ben Chero, but also the most exciting and intriguing basketball player, I guess we can all agree, is Chet Holmgren, and he's 16-1. to 1. So it's like what players that we have we looked at or have we seen in – you know, in a very long time, that can just be a stud basketball player and run college basketball. Even with, Z- I mean, maybe Zion. Him and Timmy, like, have, I, I think they're the picks just because of if you look at the conference, though, like who they're going to be playing against every night compared to what the, even if the ACC, if some people are going to argue it's down, you know, the Big Ten, especially defensively, like Dickinson's going to have a tough draw like every other night. That'd be the only right thing I'd look, you know what I mean? Timmy's just got much better matchups where he's going to look better on a consistent night to night basis he's not playing against anybody like who's the toughest matchup you know St. Mary's right yeah. exactly so that'd be the only thing they're gonna be able to pad their stats a little bit every night they're favored by 42 points but on top of that on the opposing side of things if you do have a guy like home not Holmgren if you do have a guy like Banchero yeah. you have guys like Keels um some other teams that are going up against top tier talent more more often times than not if they go out there and do have a good game then you're looking at them in a different light like we saw Kills against Michigan State and we're like oh Kills looks kind of good but yeah. who's who's the other guy um uh, Agbaji, Agbaji, I want to say he had a phenomenal game in, in, in games that actually matter. So, I mean, I can say you can pad your stats, but it's also quality of performance. If you're doing it against other ranked teams and not just freaking Emporia State every other night, then that, that makes a huge difference in the wood. The, Emporia the wood. State, I love that name. Um, yeah. My family's so, from Emporia, Virginia. 